Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, we're going to be talking about my must-draft running back list for fantasy football in 2021. Inside of today's video, I'm going to be talking about three running backs that I dub as must-draft candidates for fantasy football in 2021 and go depth into their stats from last season and talk about why I feel as though they're must-draft for your 2021 fantasy football season. But before we get into that breakdown of these three players, I'd like to ask if you guys do end up enjoying today's video at any point you end up having a great time to please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below not only is it free i put out content every single day to help you guys win your 2021 fantasy football championship and whether you are new or not please consider hitting the like button down below to help boost this video up the algorithm so that more beautiful people like yourself can see today's video and if you guys do enjoy reading fantasy football content please make sure to check in the description or in the pinned comment to read my articles on awesome that i post every single day. So without further ado, let's get into it. We begin with the earliest running back in ADP on this list. Running back of the Los Angeles Superchargers, Austin Eckler. Underdog ADP running back number 8. Overall pick 11.1. Austin Eckler currently sitting pretty at the end of the first round or a early second round pick depending on you know, your, how your draft ends up going. Some people higher on Eckler, some people a little bit lower, but he is definitely a top 15-ish pick right now. So when looking at Austin Eckler going into last season, I was very excited about the prospect of Austin Eckler potentially becoming a top five running back. I said this because I believe that he was one of those running backs that could finish with a thousand rushing yards, that could finish with a thousand receiving yards, a Alvin Kamara-like running back, a Christian McCaffrey-like running back, because the breed of running back that can do that is very, very small. There's not too many running backs in the NFL that can do that, and if one of them does end up being able to do that, they are going to be a league winner regardless of where you get them inside your drafts, and I believe that is exactly what Austin Eckler was going to be, but Austin Eckler ended up getting hurt last season and only played inside of 10 games, and his first game with the LA Chargers last season was a complete and utter unmitigated fucking disaster because of Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor did not understand that one of the focal points of the Chargers offense is Austin Eckler. If you dump the ball his way, then he is going to do special things with his feet to make guys miss and to go ahead and move the ball effectively up the field. But he decided to just not give the ball to Austin Eckler and things were looking grim. But before week two, things started to look grim for Tyrod Taylor as he got hit with the one-two stabaroo by the doctor and Justin Herbert, the pervert, became the starting quarterback of the team the rest of the way from the season, uh, starting in week two up against the Kansas City Chiefs. So then things went from looking terrible for Austin Eckler to the hype train was starting to gather back on. People were getting real hyped for Austin Eckler, and then obviously he ended up getting hurt. In 10 games last year, Austin Eckler finished as the running back 26 in PPR, 29 in half PPR, and the running back number 35 in standard, averaging 16.5 PPR points per game, 13.8 half PPR points per game, and 11.1 standard points per game, meaning from a points per game perspective, Eckler was the RB 11 in PPR, 14 in half PPR, and the RB number 21 in standard tied with Kenyon Drake, Melvin Gordon, and DeAndre Swift. Going into this season, I feel just as confident as I did last year about the 1,000 rushing yards and the 1,000 receiving yards because I believe that my thought process on Austin Eckler was completely correct. It was just that he ended up getting hurt, and that first game of the season was with a quarterback that has no idea how to dump the ball off his way. Last season, Austin Eckler had a grand total of 116 carries for ranking 39th at the running back position for 
530 rushing yards, 35th at running back. He also toted 65 targets, 6.5 per game, ranking 8th at running back for 54 receptions, 5th at running back, 403 receiving yards, 5th at running back, and 3 total tugs on the season. So you can see by those numbers that maybe Austin Eckler isn't technically the best at running the football. He is much more talented in catching passes. While that may technically be correct because a lot of Austin Eckler's value comes from him being an excellent receiving back. When you take a look at his efficiency, you can tell that Austin Eckler is actually a very solid NFL running back. True yards per carry. This guy has a 4.5. A true yards per carry basically just takes away those rushes where a guy busts off like a 30-yard run and it completely boosts up his yards per carry from that ranking 17th at the running back position. His technical yards per carry if you're using the normal metric is 4.6 he had a 5.5 yards per touch last season ranking 14th at the running back position he also had a 24.1 percent juke rate last year 19th at running back and evaded 41 tackles ranking 23rd at running back you can expect that number to go up because he was evading 4.1 tackles per game and he only played in 10 games so if he plays in more games then Eckler is going to look even better if what I have said so far is not proof enough for why you should like Austin Eckler this should be the nail in the coffin for your disbelief of Austin Eckler in 2019 now I know what you might thinking Nick 2019 was two years ago I understand but these numbers genuinely show you how good of a running back Austin Eckler can be if he is given the workhorse role which I believe he will be given there is no true number two running back behind Austin Eckler if Austin Eckler was to go down there's really no handcuff because what they're going to do is administer a true running back by committee behind Austin Eckler they'll be like three running backs touching the ball instead of where now it's really just going to be Austin Eckler getting a majority of the work inside of this offense. It's hard to take a guy off the field if he's as good as pass catching as Austin Eckler. So in 2019, if you guys go back in the time machine and you remember, this was the season where Melvin Gordon decided to hold out for the first four games of the season. He didn't stand true like Le'Veon Bell, who was jet skiing around in Miami. No, Melvin Gordon pussied out because Melvin Gordon realized that his job was in jeopardy. Shout out to Aaron Rodgers because Austin Eckler was on a killing spree of defensive backs in the NFL. In those four games he played without Melvin Gordon, this man was averaging 24.25 half PPR points per game, 27.25 PPR points per game, and 21.25 standard points per game. He was averaging 14 rushing attempts per game for 55 rushing yards, 0.75 touchdowns per game in the rushing category. For targets, he had 6.25 per game, 6 receptions per game, 0.75 receiving touchdowns per game, and 65.5 receiving yards per game. This guy was completely and utterly dominant when he was given the role to be the workhorse running back, the guy that's going to be on the field a majority of times for the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, I know you might say, Nick, this is with Phillip Rivers. This is with Anthony Lynn. Well, in my opinion, I think that Justin Herbert should be better than Phillip Rivers obviously was. We saw Justin Herbert tear it up last season, and I believe that the new head coach there is not a certified fucking dunce like Anthony Lynn. So I think Austin Eckler's in an even better offense with a quarterback that's going to step up in his sophomore year and play even better. I am completely sold in on Austin Eckler's upside in 2021, going as the running back number eight. 
I'm smashing that draft button with my mouse with aggression to be getting a guy like Austin Eckler inside of the first round or the early second round, who I believe can be a focal point of my roster. Next running back, who I believe is going to continue to move up the ADP, is running back of the Green Bay Packers, A.A. Ron Jones, current underdog ADP, running back overall number 11, overall pick 17.1, down 2.53 picks on the week, but I think he's going to continue to move on up because all things are now good with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Now, I wouldn't say that technically all things are good because this seems like a ruptured relationship, like things are not really going to get better, but for all intensive purposes for this season, things have been sewn up for Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback here, and that is exactly what we want for Aaron Jones. Before this, it was a little bit worrisome. Now, I had Aaron Jones ranked as my running back number six, but I was telling you guys that I was willing to pivot off of that statement if Aaron Rodgers did not end up coming back because it seemed like a 50-50 fucking coin flip for me if Rodgers would return or not, and I was kind of one of the only people that was holding on to the fact that I thought Aaron Rodgers could actually come back. Everyone else was telling me that, no, he's not going to come back, that he's going to be gone. It's going to be Jordan Love, so people were pretty worried about Aaron Jones, but I could continued to draft him inside of the second round at the great value that I was getting there. And now it appears to have been the correct move because with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones ceiling is a top three running back in fantasy football. Last year, Aaron Jones in 14 games finished as the running back five in PPR, five and a half PPR, and the running back number five in standard, averaging 18.5 PPR points per game, 16.8 half PPR points per game, and 15.1 standard points per game. Meaning, from points per game perspective, Aaron Jones was the running back five in PPR, five and a half PPR, and the running back number six in standard leagues. It just goes to show how good this offense is that if the running back plays in just 14 games, didn't even play a full 16-game slate, that he could finish as a top five running back. The people that were criticizing Aaron Jones going into last season would tell you that his touchdowns are going to go down, which they did, and that Aaron Jones was going to fall off the face of the fucking earth like Columbus believed if he sailed all the way to the edge of the world, and that did not happen just like Columbus didn't fall off the edge of the world because, you know, just so you guys know, the globe, the earth, is a sphere, so you'd be perfectly fine. And even with the decreased touchdowns, Aaron Jones was still stunting on these defenses. He had 201 carries last season for 1,104 rushing yards, ranking fourth at the running back position. He had 62 targets, ninth at running back 46 receptions 12th at running back 347 receiving yards 13th at running back and 11 total touchdowns this team targets Devonte adams so heavily in the red zone and aaron jones is still going to score 10 plus touchdowns in 2021 i know it's hard to project touchdown totals at any position for fantasy football it really is but when you see a guy that is as productive as Aaron Jones on a team that is as good as the one that Aaron Jones is on that you better believe he is going to be able to repeat that and not enough people seem to bring up the target total for Aaron Jones they don't think of Aaron Jones as one of the better pass catching backs in the NFL now he's not technically a top five pass catcher in the NFL but he is a guy who can get it done week in and week out and get you those extra points if you are playing in a PPR or a half PPR league. The argument against Aaron Jones that I have been seeing circling around now is the fact that A.J. Dillon is going to, for some reason, eat up 
his carries. They are pointing to the fact that last year in that game up against the Tennessee Titans, where the Green Bay Packers laid a smack down like he was in the WWE all over the Tennessee Titans that Aaron Jones got actually tugged out in that game like his name was Robert Kraft and they put in A.J. Dillon and A.J. Dillon balled out and I think A.J. Dillon is a good player but you don't fucking sign Aaron Jones to this humongous contract you you let him walk if you don't want to give him the ball you let him walk and you give A.J. Dillon the keys to the city but that's not what happened A.J. Dillon is also not some type of prolific pass catching back so why are you even going to be putting him in the game all that much except for when you're giving Aaron Jones a breather Jamal Williams who was a better pass catching running back is now gone from the team and in Detroit so I really see so many holes in the argument for A.J. Dillon really taking over here in Green Bay. I think it is Aaron Jones' season in 2021, and I am very excited to take him inside of the first round. I would take him inside of the top six picks of the draft. Right now, I have him ranked as my running back six, but if the news starts to keep getting a little bit worse on Saquon Barkley, he's probably going to lift his neck up into the top five overall in the draft and a top five running back for fantasy football in 2020. We got one more player to go, so before I get into the breakdown of that player, I'd like to ask if you guys have enjoyed this video as a whole to please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below. The last player I want to be discussing today is former running back of the Carolina Panthers now running back of the Atlanta Falcons underdog ADP running back number 21 overall pick 56.1 Mikey Mike Davis now of the Atlanta Falcons last year Mike Davis was basically an undrafted player for fantasy football because why would you draft Christian McCaffrey's backup when the guy is going to be on the field all game long but obviously Christian McCaffrey ended up getting hurt last season and only played in three games last year which hurt if you're a Christian McCaffrey owner but if you were able to pick up Mike Davis you were sitting pretty because when Mike Davis was in the games for this team it basically was like Christian McCaffrey never left now obviously Mike Davis is not Christian McCaffrey but what I'm saying is he filled that humongous gap that Christian McCaffrey left pretty effectively last year in 15 games he finished as the running back 12 in PPR 15 and half PPR and the RB 18 in standard averaging 13.8 PPR points per game 11.8 half PPR points per game and 9.8 standard points per game meaning from a points per game perspective Mike Davis was the RB 21 in PPR 27 and half PPR and the running back number 30 in standard but what I want to take a look at is those splits you know how earlier I talked about the splits of with Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler together versus without how I showed you the stats about how good Eckler was without Melvin Gordon. Now I'm going to show you how good Mike Davis was without Christian McCaffrey. He played in two games total with Christian McCaffrey and 12 without. With Christian McCaffrey in the lineup, Mike Davis was averaging 8.85 half PPR points per game without Christian McCaffrey. It was 13.44 for PPR. It was 12.1 with McCaffrey versus 15.36 without. For standard, it was 5.6 versus 11.53 without Christian McCaffrey. And it's not because of an uptick in receptions which is what I probably would have expected because he was actually getting more receptions with McCaffrey in the game 6.5 receptions per game with McCaffrey versus 3.83 without seven targets versus 4.67 without but what really happened was the rushing attempts went through the moon he went from one rushing attempt per game just one per game to 13.58 which led to an increase in rushing yards 53.17 compared to two and an increase in rushing touchdowns from zero to 
12.5. In this Atlanta Falcons offense, we have seen running backs succeed in the past with Devontae Freeman in the past and what could have been Todd Gurley last year had he have not ended up getting hurt. Speaking of Todd Gurley, so many people were banging the drum for Gurley last year. I told you guys to stay away. But now, people seem to be retracting on Mike Davis, who liked Todd Gurley last year. Which doesn't make too much sense, because Todd Gurley was kind of on a downward spiral in his career, and he had that knee arthritis. But Mike Davis... Sure, he's 29 years old. That's not when you're looking to draft a fucking running back at 29.2 years old. But it's not like he's 29.2 years old who has had 400 carries for a majority of his career. He has not had that. He is going to be the main guy in Atlanta this season. And I think people are really undermining the fact that being the lead running back on the Falcons with no one behind him that is even sniffing that starting role, how much value that is going to have, especially if the Atlanta Falcons are going to be dumping the ball his way, which is something Matt Ryan has done in the past with Devontae Freeman, which made him such a great running back all those years ago. Last year, Mr. Mike Davis had 165 carries for 642 rushing yards, 70 targets for 59 receptions, 373 receiving yards, and 8 total touchdowns. So let the numbers from last year guide your way to drafting Mike Davis inside of the 5th round every single time. Because once you get to that range at the running back position, it starts to get real dicey aside from Mike Davis, who I think is not getting enough hype at all for the situation that he is in in Atlanta and for how great he was last season and how well that should transition into 2021. So let me know down below who your guys must draft running backs are. There will probably be another one of these videos sometime in August, but I figured I'd give you one a little bit early and break down these guys because I think talking about Aaron Jones in depth was very, very important for you guys because now the Aaron Rodgers news has cleared. Rodgers is going to be there and everything's going to be all sunshines and fucking rainbows for Aaron Jones in 2021. So thank you guys all so much for watching. I love you guys. Make sure that you stay safe. Happy Wednesday. I believe it is today. I'll see you motherfuckers tomorrow with another banger of a video. As always, guys, stay safe. I love you guys. Good boy.